Kia ora and welcome to Gohan or Go Home. I am Simon Spridgelegs Monrad, and across the harbour from me is Imogen Stay at Home Face. Uh, How are we all doing? Oh god, I actually kind of like regret <laughs> offering that one. It's it's bad, but I, you know, props to you for going with it. You know, it doesn't make sense in reverse because I'm saying that the you it's know the, the, the blindsider is spread your legs, yeah. right? So you just start. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm Imogen. Like, yeah, okay. You didn't you didn't want to put put that one on me. That's fair enough. <laughs> Hi, I'm Imogen, and across from me is Simon. You actually should have just you, you should just go with that. Just just introduce <laughs> it backwards. Like if if someone comes in at this point, like it's their problem if they don't know who's who. Uh, I'll do the original one that I was going to do anyway. This is all staying in the episode. Um, I'm Simon Sigma Male Monad, and across from me is Imogen Alpha Wolf Faith. I feel like Alpha Wolf would go so much better for the Twilight one, but you know, I'll take it. We're all just types of guy on this spinning ball. Yeah, just types of guys spinning their balls. <laughs> this this episode, these chapters, boy, that is coming. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so was I. Now I don't want to no. warn you all, but I do want to warn you all. Goku penis. Oh, you <laughs> can't spoil it right at the start of the episode. You got to lead up to it. Folks, did it ever leave? Were we ever without it? Oh, I was gonna. I, I assumed that we were just gonna like wait until we get to that point and then just drop it and lose our minds. You're gonna just lead in with it, but then this is just gonna be like another Goku's dick episode. Well, you're gonna forget about it, and then we're gonna bring it back in. Okay. All right. When you least expect it, pachow, like a brick joke. Ah, oh, good, cool. Yeah, for those who don't know, we are recording remotely each because we're in lockdown, which also explains the big gap between the episodes because we've never done this before and we don't know what it is. Yeah, it's weird. It's, um, yeah, uh, so we are in New Zealand, obviously, and we've gone back into lockdown. During the first lockdown that we had, um, we were living together so we could just record episodes whenever the fuck we wanted, and it was great. Hashtag best days. Hashtag best days. Um, and now I am living with my dad, um, so I don't have to pay rent because I've been trying to save money to travel, um, which is very nice of him to let me stay here. But that also means that mm. I got locked down with my family, and now I well, have no friends yeah. to talk to. And last time I had all my friends, and it's kind of lame this way. But, you know, we figured out how to do the remote recording, so it's great. We can still do the podcast. Yeah, we did. We did. It gives me a purpose in life. I borrowed my mum's car, and I returned it back. And, of course, predictably, what she said was, Do you think Imogen wants a plant? I reckon when we go back to level two, I should give a plant. (laughs) (laughs) Is this, like, a a kind gesture, or does she have plants that she really needs to offload? Uh, It's both. Generosity is also convenience for my mother. Like, she has a shopping addiction, but she then parlay is that into giving things to people all the time ah, like she will go addiction. to three different secondhand shops in a day most days and we'll just find some crap and be like one of the grandkids would like this dog all of my plants are at my mum's house i don't even have them with me <laughs> before i went to northland i asked her if she could look after them and i like offloaded like a bunch of stuff it's like i mean like she has a lot of house plants anyway yeah, so like yeah. it's cool with her she likes she likes plants mm. um but like i'd give her like a monstera and a um, mother-in-law's tongue and then a fucking uh chili bush which i think is now dead uh, and like just all of this stuff 
um, and I kind of forgot that I gave it to her and then I went to her house like not recently but like a little while ago and I was like oh yeah there's all my plants are still here <laughs> um, <laughs> the monstera is quite a thing to forget because it's so big you know <laughs> yeah it is it's a large plant as like tiny house plants go yeah but it's not like I there's a void in my room where it was because I've moved out of the room that it was in like when I was in my flat so now I just like see this guest room and there doesn't appear to be anything out of place so I don't like think about where are my plants but isn't there a void in your heart there is there is a monstera shaped void in my heart (laughs) I want my plants back but I also want to have like a place to put them there is a seed box where my heart used to be you know Mm. (laughs) yeah what do you what have you been up to Simone what have I been up to? I've been watching movies, as you do, and doing project things, writing and shooting music video stuff. And in terms of movies, I forget, because I've watched so many since we last recorded the episode that it's kind of hard to think about or talk about. But most recently, instead of going to sleep, I watched Tarkovsky's Stalker and then followed it up with Eyes Wide Shut. So I am woke now. My, my third eye is opened to what uh, what the universe is telling us and also what the kitty fiddling elites are up to. So Good God. I am awake. Well I am awoke <laughs> awoken. <laughs> awoken? I have awoken from my slumber. It's kind of funny hearing people talk about how uh, Eyes Wide Shut is a slow movie and it's boring and stuff. Because I watched Stalker, where most of the shots are about a minute long and they're just sort of developing masters that sort of, you know, shift from one thing to another and it's not quite what it seemed like at first. And it's such a beautiful movie and such a restrained movie. And then Eyes Wide Shut seemed manic and almost... ADD after that watching it because it's got all these steadicam shots that are constantly moving they're spinning around people all the time the camera's in motion the cuts are are a lot quicker than in Stalker and so it was really weird then going afterwards and kind of because sometimes I like to listen to some deranged podcast episode about a movie or something just to like hear other people talk about it and what their thoughts were and hearing people say things like it's such a slow movie blah 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 I was like no what (laughs) this movie is quite you know frantic by comparison it's scarier than The Shining I have to say that uh, it's kind of hard to measure that sort of thing. But while The Shining has a lot of like dread and stuff like that, Eyes Wide Shut is very real. It doesn't have the subtext where it's like, it could be ghosts or it could just be psychological. It is like, no, no, no. The world is very frightening and this is what it's like, <laughs> you know, okay. in the rarefied air I, of the, you know, up, I haven't up, up, seen us. that one. You are an ant to them. They will willingly kill you. Cool. Uh, good review. Uh, yeah, I feel that way about like trying to watch any movie after I've watched a Jim Jarmusch movie because um, they're so like slowly paced and you can just get like really into it over the time you're watching it and sort of like come out of it being like kind of you know they move at like the pace of the people's lives that are like the main characters usually so if you look at like Patterson like or like or- yeah Patterson hmm. or, or Only Lovers Left Alive uh, uh, you know it's just like mm, kind of yeah. people living their lives and it's it slowly kind of builds the vibe over time and you come out of it and you're gonna watch like yeah literally anything else and you're like good god i can't keep track of all these events happening at once (laughs) can you imagine following it up with a michael bay movie (laughs) oh jesus i think that i would have an aneurysm like if you put on like i would like to patterson (laughs) followed by transformers 2 i think that would kill almost anyone like anyone with a pre-existing condition would just get taken out to show them Transformers Age of Extinction or whatever like 
If you took a child from the 19th century and just showed them Transformers, they would die. <laughs> Possibly. I think it would be the base, maybe, it, that would do it. I don't know. There was a lot happening a, back then. Having a double then. feature yeah. of Stalker followed by Epic Movie or Meet the Spartans oh, or something hell. like that. I watched <laughs> Meet the Spartans before I watched 300. And honestly, Meet the Spartans was better. Like, by a, a slim margin, because it, they both suck ass, but, like, 300 is, is like, <laughs> I, it's one of those ones where, like, you, if you watch a parody of it, you, like, assume that the source material is probably, like, a good movie, because, like, otherwise, yeah. why would you bother making a parody of it? And it's like, no, it, yeah. it's not good. It's just popular. <laughs> but, you know, it's just shiny dirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually perfect because it is just like unreasonably glistening bodies it's like you know it's just come out <laughs> it's all right like I, I i'm not that into it but some people think no, it's really I've good i've seen Zack snyder's shiny feminist dirt. oh yeah uh that's the one with <laughs> the, the, the robots and stuff right yeah oh yeah the mental hospital i mean like i get why some people would like them i just don't i'm just not into it and it's like i have like i like to think that i have a very like open mind artistically like i'll listen to like any fucking genre of music i'll watch like any movie i'm watching like old shit new shit red shit blue shit whatever um <laughs> but there's just something oh the places you'll oh, go the, yeah oh the bitches you'll see i don't know um <laughs> that should be the graduation poem yeah um there's yeah here's my valedictory speech all the bitches you'll all see all the bitches you'll see <laughs> all the bitches you'll smash <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to graduation. It's like that guy, the pose. homeless guy who has the sign that's like, "I need a, I need a good bitch" or something. Oh like yeah, that, like I've seen it. Whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah no, I, I know. I just like I have a very wide range of interests, and it just like it's Zack Snyder is not included <laughs> in within that range. He's an outlier. But anyway, <laughs> introducing wide interest person. I'm very wide, and I have a lot They're of interests. So wide, so wide. <laughs> you would not believe my interests are chunky. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they spread the horizon yeah. like my legs. <laughs> and <laughs> we have a good time here in level three. <laughs> we're having a good time. I, I like to call it level three. It sounds level like th- I'm listening to like, the downward spiral of fucking someone who's right on the edge. Are you okay? Are you good in that house? <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it Debbie San at the moment because San is three, but I'll say, mm, Debbie San, okay. please treat me kindly. God. <laughs> Okay, so it's all right. We'll be going to level two soon, and you I can go and like get takeaways on. and hang out with people, or whatever. Yes, we should move on. We should probably you know. talk about. Uh... Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's all right. I made notes uh, this time, and they are copious notes. I did because not. I, I have a functioning I memory. In the power of prayer, the prayer being my notes to myself, as I am God in this situation. And we read chapters 109 through to 112, which is a nice little mini arc in between. It's clear that Toriyama is sort of throwing in a little bit before he figures out what the next big thing's going to be, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm excited to hear your dragon predictions at the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can, I can start off with, like, I thought that this, like, where we end this episode 
could have, in a better universe, been where they ended Dragon Ball entirely. <laughs> in a more fortunate universe yeah. where we respect people. Yeah, it's like a, a, a wrapped up season arc and, you know, it's open. So it's, you know, the, it's, it's not like a great tragedy or like nothing can ever happen again. But like it, it just finishes. Mm. There's nothing else. There's nothing the more to say. The ending of the, the, the manga is not too dissimilar to this in a way. Well, with like everyone it is a little has bit to like train the adventure more. sort of will continue, but everyone's kind of living different lives. But also, uh, it's not a final ending. Like you know, the universe doesn't explode. We know that things will carry on. We just don't see what they are. I read. I used to be a big fan of this author called Darren Shan. His books were great and they were super compelling. But I get the feeling that he didn't know how to end things, like on mm. an open note, because. Every series would end with like the world being destroyed or like someone <laughs> going back in time and like altering everything so it never happens. Like, because mm. the, there's too much bad stuff, or like, I think on one of them, like the characters like become between them they become god and like restart the universe and it's like all of them were like that and it used to drive me up the fucking wall because <laughs> i would get super into these story arcs and they were like really kind of complex and i had this great yeah. like adventure horror imagery and stuff and then it would just like kind of at one point just like hit the wall in this like grandiose way it's like people getting married at the end you're just like what yeah <laughs> It's, like, too neat, you know? Yeah, it's like the ending of Harry Potter, you know? It's like they go through all this, like, shit, and then it skips to, like, 30 years ahead, and, like, everyone's happily married. I love that Harry Potter becomes a cop, and it ends with all is well. And you're like, you've thrown up so many questions with your world building about how evil this this wizarding, Mm. you know, like, alter world is, but you don't want us to think about it, and you want to say all is well? What? Did you read what you wrote? They put people it's, into uh, a torture prison and don't have a proper <laughs> justice system. Like, <laughs> they don't have a justice system at all. They couldn't even figure out that Peter Pettigrew wasn't dead. Like, there's just no investigation. <laughs> it's just like magic. some guy who's like, right, to torture prison with you. <laughs> Suck a soul out, boys. We don't need this one. Well, they don't teach mathematics or like physics at school. So obviously, what do you think their doctors are like? They saw a finger at the side and then the, the whatever the wizard equivalent of a doctor is went over and pronounced it a human body. They're like, yeah, this is a dead person. They're tracks. Because like, isn't there the know? whole bit where he like has to grow his bones back or something? He just gets like a fucking rubbery arm. Like, what a nightmare I, universe I to live in. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it's just stuff that would be like easier to overlook if she didn't mention it, but then like it, it gets way hard. I don't know. I 100%. I did read them and I read all of them, and I was in the newspaper for reading them really fast because I used to really like them, and I was one of those <laughs> kids that was like good at shit. And now I have a Dragon Ball podcast. Yeah. Um. But this is all to say. <laughs> this is all oh, to no, say. Please. From memory, <laughs> they're not we that good. We all slide downhill in adulthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this is all to say that I res- the reason why I respect Toriyama is that he doesn't throw in those details. He just, just he, he wings it. And then if you remember <laughs> that something was different earlier, he's like, no, you didn't remember that properly. You're insane. Well, I would say he <laughs> like, like, what? I would say he does the opposite of he like puts in, like he creates a world entirely of those details. Like none of it makes sense. So you can't question it. 
Like it's not, there's no like world building where he goes back and like tells you that like actually this character did these things because of his like previous gay relationship. And you're like, what? You never said that. (laughs) Um, Which we won't show. Yeah. (laughs) Believe me, it happened. Yeah, I just definitely have it. He just like tells you a bunch of dumb bullshit. Like it's like listening to a five-year-old try and tell a story, you know? And then it's just like, okay, well, you know, we're moving on to whatever the fuck this means. Yeah, nobody's going to question whether or not Goku is learning maths, you know? (laughs) Nobody's going to be like, why isn't he learning to read? Like, what use? What possible reason would anybody have to even consider that in this dumb, dumb world? (laughs) It's a universe where you can get through life entirely on the back of your punching ability. Yeah, this was made for, like, the guys who will be 30 years old and take up Taekwondo at a strip mall because they remembered getting to Yellow Belt when they were 10 years old for three months. Mm. And they go back there and, like, yeah, I'm going to become, like, Chuck Norris, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a world catered to, to that guy specifically. Yeah. Guys, like, man, if I if you just get me angry, I could beat anyone, man. Like, I could be in the <laughs> UFC if they just got me angry enough. For sure. Someone who took the if incredible just, if you just, away if they had to seriously. hold me back, bro, but that if they didn't let, if they didn't hold me back, <laughs> bro, I'd be the top. I would beat Logan Paul. <laughs> 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 oh, that's not something to anyway, aspire to. Chapter one hundred nine. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Goku is gonna fly off to get the Dragon Ball because they're all at Baba's house. Well, her her big hot resort for jacked men. Yamcha says, oh, and rich people. Yamcha says, like, wait a minute. If they've got nothing to hide, they've got nothing to fear. You know, like, someone speeding in a car is for sure a dangerous character. Like, real cop mentality stuff. Does he say that? You I know, don't remember that. He doesn't say actually that. That's my interpretation. Okay. <laughs> um, Goku doesn't care. The the madding crowd, you know, the Greek chorus, just natter among themselves like a bunch of... Not women. Uh, Goku doesn't care. He says to Upa that he'll get back soon. He goes, uh, don't worry, I'll get the Dragon Ball, blah, blah, blah. And then he speeds away on his putt-putt cloud. Which is very, um, How did you script very that whole nice thing? of him to do. What whole thing? <laughs> what you said. Oh, it just sounded like you were you were reading what you'd written down, like, directly. But, you know, not uh, to talk shit. Pretty close. Yeah. Did you have... Because I thought they were just chatting amongst amongst each other, and I didn't find it interesting. Um, no, not really. Um, it, yeah, it's, they're just sort of like speculating on how he's going to be able to find this car based on like one snapshot from mm. uh, Baba's drone. Um, but then, yeah. but he asks, yeah, it's just like, well, this is kind of like away. the middle of nowhere, and that looks like the road to here, and you can just like go fucking find it, I guess. And then he does, and then he uh, hits the roof. Dunk. I mean, he hits the roof. Sounds like he gets really worked up by something. <laughs> well, he, well, no, he doesn't. Is, he's he's pretty chill the whole time. No, he he jumps yeah, off his cloud yeah. and like jumps onto the roof of the car and like sticks his face down in front of the windshield. He's like, "Hey, give me your Dragon Ball." <laughs> and they. Well, I was going to say a bit before that mm. that when we first cut to them, it's kind of what I found funny was we cut to the car, the establishing shot, and then we cut inside with my driving and Pilaf does the thing that they do in heist movies like Ocean's Eleven where he's like, and that, the thing that I've just spent five minutes saying is our battle plan. And they're all like, wow, that's amazing. As expected of the genius Emperor Pilaf. Oh yeah, they do have a little (laughs) conversation first, don't they? 
And you're like, come on, man. <laughs> you can't just cut in and, and do the thing where he's like, now that's our battle. But these are, I guess, the kind of comedy characters, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them's a dog that's a ninja. That's got to be funny. Is that something? Is that anything? Yeah. I do like <laughs> that the ninja dog asks Pilaf what he's going to do and like he's the king of the yeah. world, which is his wish. Um, and Pilaf's like, oh, well, it's, just, it's a secret. It's not supposed to be known yet. <laughs> Like he just, yeah. that's his yeah, end like, goal. Like he doesn't me. actually know. He just has no plan aside from like he wants to be king. He could just make himself a crown. He could just lie. He could just say he's the king yeah. of the world. You know. Absolutely, they would believe him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these people are not are like a few fries short of a happy yeah. meal. And the dog ninja. Well, sorry, I'm um, Pilaf is the one who says this. Where he goes, you know, and all we have to do is grab that kid's tail. Which is the whole fatal flaw of the thing. Like, we've got the dramatic irony here. Because we realise that they didn't do the assignment. They did not watch through the entire broadcast. They watched until the point at which Grandpa Gohan said that. Shut it off and we're like, yep, our work's done. Day's done. Don't have to watch anymore. We don't have to see what happens after that. They just hopped straight in their little (laughs) shuttlecraft or whatever. I don't know if they were actually in the satellite or not. And I do love that Pilaf has his classic, uh, you know... These old project manager tips and tricks when he does say it's a secret you can't know it because that is a hundred percent what all bosses and managers do when you're like so why is this what what are we working towards why are we doing that and they're like you don't need to know that yet but I know it <laughs> <laughs> this has happened many times to me God it's uh, an unpleasant managerial style yeah I kind of realized that they have a lot of rice names because there's Gohan which is rice and pilaf is also its own rice dish. Haven't we had this conversation? After another. Do you think that Toriyama thought to bring back the Pilaf gang because he was thinking about rice? <sighs> well, now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> yes. I didn't consider it before. I didn't think but about maybe. it. But then also we didn't get mention of Gohan until the chapter yeah. where they reappear. So I think he was like, oh, yeah, what about his grandpa? Oh, yeah, rice. Hmm, what happened to Pilaf? Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I can see the thought process. <laughs> Plain as day. I, now we understand. We understand this dastardly author with a terrible mind. I feel like I'm just gaining more and more um, insight into like the banal story building. <laughs> you don't want to know more about about the author, I don't think. Goku spies them, like you said, and he does this, it's it's not quite a superhero landing on the roof, but he's doing, because it's not like a triangle one or whatever it is, but he lands on the roof of their car, and this is where it starts to become almost like a horror movie from the perspective of the Pilaf gang, because they hear a bump, because there's a monster that's landed from the skies, like some terrifying harpy, they're like, what is that noise? And then he shows his face upside down on the windshield in a big jump scare, and they're like, oh my god! And doesn't one of them say, like, did a rock fall on us? Like, what was that? And Goku's face just smiling upside down as, hey <laughs> where have I seen you before? And then they, I think that they want, there's this moment where you think that they want to play it off, where they're like, oh, if he doesn't remember us, you know that they're just thinking, if he doesn't remember us, we can probably get a little bit away with this. And then immediately Goku's like, you wanted to kill us. You're bad people, right? Doesn't he? I thought he said that, um, like, kind of when they're fighting, I thought that he's just like, hey, don't I know you guys? And then they, like, hit the brakes and screech off to the side of the road and then just sort of sitting in the car and he's like, well, like he, he flies off the car. Yeah. Yeah. In the car. 
they do try it. I think that they, they have the feeling that they want to try and play it off because P-Life is like, keep cool till after school. Um, that's my that's my little translation of what he says. That I will. <laughs> and he's like, if you think about it, advantage us right now. But then he takes out the Dragon Ball from a box that Goku would never have found it in otherwise. So in both cases, he's kind of being really dumb yeah i think if he knew the first thing about goku which he doesn't is that goku like will not put more than a cursory effort into anything that's not fighting so like if he had just like put the box under the seat of the car goku would never have yeah. found it a hundred percent like it would have been like in the he would- wind he would have had to go back to baba and like fight all these dudes again um but he doesn't he's like it's all good as long as we've got it in this box that the radar can't see it and they and then they fight it's not and then yeah, they fight not, not nice right then that- but they do fight in the immediate future i found it kind of um oh sorry no please. no i just said in the immediate future you just say your thing oh i was gonna say that one difference that i noticed from earlier is that goku has clearly learned what a car is and that people can be inside it because before he would look at it and be like ah a machine monster with its own will like it's a monster in a stephen king novel or something and he wouldn't understand that there are people inside it which Christine, actually happens Christine, in the first chapter with Christine, Christine. <laughs> I'm begging of you, please don't run me over. <laughs> you racist fucking cow. I was going to say something dumb, like flick your headlights off and on. <laughs> what if you got flirted with by Christine? <laughs> what if you undid the Morse code and Christine was just like, hey, baby, you are. Christine, Lightning like McQueen fan 3 fiction. And the headlights coming through your window, <laughs> flicking on and off. <laughs> Um, <laughs> moving on. Christine's like, you know, exhausts can be used for more than one thing. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, they can't. No, they can't. It, it is very funny Don't. that <laughs> this is this is not for putting a pee pee in. Emperor, well, we're about to we're about to get the goods. Oh. Um, Pilaf gets out of the car, and it's it's just so weird that he still acts. And this high register, he's like, I have come to parlay with thee. <laughs> like, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, and they can parlay with them under the rules of pirate law. Like, Goku doesn't Goku doesn't understand what any code of honor would be. He is the man that Michael Caine was talking about, and they're like, some men cannot be reasoned or negotiated <laughs> with. Some some children, some some kid creatures just want to watch the bodies burn, you know? Terrifying. Like, he is, he is the Dark Knight Joker, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> in the translation, he doesn't talk very fancy. He speaks, like, in a more adult way than a lot of the other characters, yeah. I guess. But, like, I guess that's something that, like, can't really come across unless you were going to translate it some, like, some fucking East India Trading Company dickhead or something. <laughs> He's not actually talking in a um, in a really high register because the, the PLF is a comedy character. And so he very instantly drops something when he gets annoyed. He drops the facade and he goes for the vulgar and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, you know. So he's not properly talking like that or anything like that, but there's you do like a little bit of that flavor where he's like, "Come on, we can negotiate together." You know, like let's step out of the car. This kid could be reasonable, all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff. Well, he does. But Goku, he does uh, invite him to a duel, 
um, in, in the English <laughs> translation. Yes. So yes. Goku is like, hey, you're that the bad good, guys. Yeah. You, you bet you're doing bad stuff again. I'm going <laughs> to take the Dragon Ball off you, hand it over. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm just collecting them, same as you. But to make it fair, let's have a duel. If if we win, so we get yours. And, and if you win, you get ours. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Wait a minute. Um, it's, it is wild, though, that he goes... Did you say, I'll show Goku, you yours if you show me mine? <laughs> yes, shut up. I said what I said. I stand, and I stand by. You have no good podcast ideas, okay? <laughs> and you love your mother-in-law. Um, they. What? It's kind of wild that Goku points at someone and goes, you guys are doing bad stuff, aren't you, again? You're bad people. Because Goku is just, he's like awfully morally judgmental for someone who has committed mass murder less than a day ago, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for someone who just points at someone who's like, I think you're bad. You're like, buddy. He's a monster. Let me introduce you to the kettle he's- because you are someone who is hypocritical. Ah, uh, yes. You know? I, I don't know. I've kind of just come to expect this at that point. Like, this, they're never going to... I know they're never going to address Goku's war crimes. Like, it's it's a... Cancel Goku. It's just going to fly under the radar forever. He's a horrible, hypocritical monster that murders people and then murders more people for doing things he thinks are bad. But, yeah, as you say, Peloff, like, challenges him to a good, clean Christian fight for the balls. They have this... Um, <laughs> The, which is really, there's just so many dumb things that they do one after another. They take the Dragon Ball out of the box. They challenge Goku to a fight, which is the one and only thing that he's a savant at. Like, I can't stress enough. You should challenge Goku to a chess match for Dragon Ball. battle Balls. of wits. Why would you? You can even lie to him about the rules. You could just be like, oh, no, my rook moves in any direction <laughs> forward and backwards, but yours can only move one square. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like oh, I'm sorry, Goku. Black, black can only move once. Like... <laughs> Why would you challenge Goku to a fight? <laughs> That's the only thing that he well, could do. Well, I mean, that's the thing is they think they can just grab his tail and then win. They do think they have an ace up their sleeve, which they don't because, like, I think they immediately say that. <laughs> and then, like, the it's the reverse shot of them, like, of, of Goku standing with his back to, like, the frame and just, like, yeah. a, a hole where his tail was. <laughs> there is some good dramatic irony here throughout. You know, the visual stuff, the stuff that we're aware of when they say, oh, all we have to do is grab his tail. It can't fail. All that sort of stuff. Oh, that rhymed. I'm rhyming now. I'm going to, I should start rapping. Um, They pull off. I think you should take (laughs) a soundbite of your voice when you just said I should start rapping and then like repeat that to yourself a few times. (laughs) I'll say it in the mirror for confidence every day when I wake up. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They pull out the capsules, the peel-off gang, and then they like kind of throw them and bomb them out to get some personal vehicle mix and just go to town. Um, but what's kind of funny about this watching this, I guess because we've had a bit of a gap, we didn't really realize it. But Goku, like less than a day earlier, murdered a bunch of people and machines, and he's now prestiged this skill. He knows how to attack mechs. He's very familiar with it. And then, of course, immediately, peel-off just gets kicked up in a parabola, sorry, to where the moon would have been if it were not blown up, like across the landscape. They make one move. They get in the mix. They're like, let's show them what the Pilaf gang are made of. And Goku just like kicks them while they're talking. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I find really funny about this bit is, is they, the others like run over to where 
Pelops mech is like kind of half embedded in the side of a hill and oh my god are you okay and he's like are we sure that yeah. he's human but like what okay first of all no he has a tail so like clearly (laughs) something just human adjacent and also like Pilaf is like a little grey guy with pointy ears like (laughs) he's fucking Gobby the house elf like what (laughs) do you say he's Gobby the house elf yes I am introducing that to this podcast that was intentional (laughs) yeah that's that's, all credits to that for Thomas but like but master likes some things. <laughs> <laughs> he said it once, and it just Dobby can like, top like it's literally magic. never left my head. It's like every time I think about Dobby, I think I oh, fucking Dobby the house elf. But that's that's yeah. What is Pilaf? Getting in my head like it's Gobby, giving some head like it's you Gobby. You shouldn't be a rapper. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just going to like nip that one in the bud. I shouldn't have said it. Literally bars. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what, what, what is Pilaf though? Is he like a goblin or something? He's he's an emperor. You That's know? just what they look um, like. We don't know what his empire is. It's not really. It, it may be the train model train kit that he's got. I, That's his I don't empire. know if I've asked this he before. He had a castle. But... And you might have already said, but like, what is it? What does it say on his shirt? Oh, I'm pretty sure it just says Pilaf. Oh, it's just got his name on it. I can't read the first one, but the the second one means rice. Cool. Okay. I'm gonna start. So uh, hold on, let me let me look this up. I mean, I guess like because it's Chinese. Shit. Here's her name. Yeah, fried rice, basically the Pilaf. Good. But it's Chinese. It's um not Japanese characters because it's simplified. Which is kind of weird, because it's like the post-Mao way of writing, the post-reform way of writing Chinese characters. So I suppose they do have Mao uniforms. So in this universe as well, mm-hmm. we did have things like the Cultural Revolution, which is pretty fun to think about. Yeah, I, this is probably not going to happen, but like the concept of like Mao popping up at some point in this <laughs> comic is like kind of both daunting and amusing. If Goku didn't get to him, Mao would have come for Pilaf for being a landlord in a castle. You know what I mean? He's got this massive estate that he's probably got serfs mm-hmm. working, which is which is quite fun to think yeah. about. Um, do not at me. Do not <laughs> give me your opinions on this. I do not care. Um, this is a comedy podcast. Um, or do at me because I like having fun politics with people. Politics aren't online. real. <laughs> if, I, if you close your eyes, politics aren't yeah. real. So why not just do that? As the floods continue to, like, come up to my thighs, I will just close my eyes. Stop rhyming. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize I was rhyming. I'm just, like, doing it unconsciously. Oh, oh my gosh. Rhyming is so, like, <laughs> Could I, like, trashy. by the end of this, could I become a rapper by, like, the end of the episode, do you reckon? Like, I, maybe? I don't reckon. <laughs> You're so white. Have you heard of this thing called flow? <laughs> yeah, isn't that a laxative? Uh, let's move on to chapter 110 before I say things that embarrass myself more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just—I would love to see. Your, I would pay to see your face right now. How much would you pay? Oh, I'm so sad that I'm I can't. Only OnlyFans just for my reactions. <laughs> and OnlyFans for your face. OnlyFans for my face. I'm just like that hard. You don't even need to see anything yeah, and only else. Only face. Only face. <laughs> chapter 110 is a color chapter, yeah. which is. A blessing and a curse. It's nice to see color, but at the same time, it's like Toriyama said, only the best of color printing for my Goku nudity. <laughs> you know, it is. It yeah, it, it is like kind of telling that this is the one he chose to be a color chapter. You know, 
I suppose in yeah. some ways it is like the the throwback to you know the, the early days of Dragon Ball before we got to chapter fucking 110. Yeah. They the Pilaf gang pick themselves up, dust themselves off and start all over again. So they <laughs> they say quick grab his tail and then Soba the dog ninja says, "Wait, Lord Pilaf, I can't see a tail." And then they kind of like talk together and, pss, 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 and they're like, what, what, what are we going to do? So anyway, long story short, they flamethrow his ass. Like, that's not a euphemism. They take a blowtorch to Goku's fat ass and just burn his pants off at the midriff. Well, so Goku is still wearing didn't, clothing. didn't give their reasoning for that. I feel like you've skipped over the crucial element that they decide because they can't see his tail, it must be tucked into his pants. Yeah, he's got to be yeah, hiding it's it. Like Which, they kind of like mm. go, they're shocked by how strong he is and they go immediately for like um, the plan of grabbing his tail, which I think in, in well, I can't remember what it was called in this one. It was like plan taily yoink or something. I'm going to try and find it. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what they call it in the, the original. Oh, uh, yeah. Operation Tail Yoink Yoink. <laughs> Which <laughs> That's is just fun. like their plan that to like split them. up and grab his tail. But yeah, they immediately realize it's not there. And they're like, well, it must be tucked into his pants. And then like one of them grabs <laughs> is that a tail him. in your gear or are you just happy to see me? Um, one of them grabs him <laughs> and another one like just blasts him with a flamethrower revealing his bare yeah. ass and then they got to grab it and it's still not there and they're like what the um, fuck and he just like busts out of the grip of this mech and they uh yeah in trouble i suppose so if you can picture it goku okay he's a he's an he's a character toriyama has specifically and gratuitously done the reverse of you know that that like perfectly placed censorship, gag censorship that you see where somebody's naked but something's always covering certain parts or whatever it is. He does the exact opposite of that where he just immediately Goku's still wearing gives his clothes, frontal. but just but just his his crotch and the back of him is naked. Yeah. That's the only thing that we see. And yeah. he puts it sometimes, well, it depends on the, the frame, but some of the panels, he's just front and center. Like one of the um, ones that you sent me where Goku is bouncing off the ground <laughs> to speed forward. You could have done speed lines for his junk to just be like, oh yeah, that's smeared by speed as well. Oh yeah. No, no, no. This is like, this no, no, immediately no. just like, Toriyama just commences to fucking give us panel after panel <laughs> of either Goku's <laughs> dick or ass nothing without it like there will occasionally be like one shot of the bad guys talking or something but it's like the rest of the yeah. chapter is just this like they uh stick their mechs together to form like a big man yeah. and he's just like sitting there with his dick they out they make a voltron they make a voltron which he just like immediately kamehameha is like the side of and like the middle mech that um <laughs> what's her name is in is it may my my she her one's like damaged and like by pantsless goku so they just combine the other two to make an ostrich yeah, it's like poetry it rhymes <laughs> um, yes it's just like the head and the legs of the mech and with like a long kind of whip bit in between to make like this ostrich yeah which, form two yeah form two and then Transformation. They're, and they're like oh right run away and they like leave <laughs> which is funny it's good comic timing but that that bit is followed by the panel that i sent you which is just <laughs> the it's terrifying Ooh. it's like the and like we've talked before about like angry goku coming after yeah people and yeah. like that is you know that seeing your death but this panel is just like angry goku sprinting towards 
towards the the, the, the viewer um, is saying, I won't let you escape! And his dick is just out. <laughs> like, it's just right, like, front and centre. <laughs> and it's... It is the world's least floppy junk. Just like, it is fixed, there are no speed lines, it is in the centre of the frame. <laughs> Goku has got a slasher smile on his face where he's like, I will eat you alive. And there's just him saying the words. And, like, his leg is, words. like, I'm gonna get blurred ya. out because he's running so fast. Yeah. But, like, they just didn't go past that. Like, it's just, there's just junk is right there it's just <laughs> just dick out sprinting like, full tent towards you like oh god I mean I appreciate that this is like the Sanford Meisner uh, exercises where in acting you like get given a word or a phrase and then you repeat it and you try and say different things with it even though you've just got the same word except what it's happening is Toriyama's like what are all the emotional ways I can use Goku penis what are the ways that I can show it in the panel so that you feel differently about seeing like, it every time and there are just so many that <laughs> it would be like easily cropped out or like the, it's it's a, <laughs> a pointless angle like it's not really adding anything to the action he just like had to make sure that it's there there's like bits where like they fire a missile at him and then like Goku catches it and there's a bit of him like holding this missile that's like got flames yeah, coming out yeah. of it it could easily be like over his junk but it's not like th- th- there's so many where it's just like he he made a point to like really make sure you get yeah. a good look at it for like and he's the got following he- like four pages is nuts he's got the humor and the sensibility of a 10 year old who thinks that nakedness is just really funny as well because mm-hmm. the Voltron co- combination mech has a pipe underneath it with a hole in the middle of it as if it's like got its own junk underneath or whatever it is you and then a what? missile no, shoots out of it at some point because that because it's running away that's like the bot it like farts a missile at him <laughs> yeah. oh yeah true which I'm sure Toriyama thought was very funny yeah. you kind of didn't really even notice that anyway. to be honest because it's kind of a janky design but yeah. But uh, Goku just grabs, as you say, the missile. He turns it around, he lets it loose back, then they blow up, and it's long story short, Pilaf Gang Zero to Goku. Yeah. He's won two for two out of two encounters with them. And then and then Goku, who canon doesn't care about clothing, I want you to keep this in mind, he forces the Ninjago dog, Soba, to strip and hand Goku his clothes. And therefore we can surmise that because Goku doesn't care about not having clothing, he only did it to humiliate his opponent. I guess he's so, specifically but like, he's done a dog, this so, you know, to show dominance. It's fine. <laughs> well, it's fine, but he's an anthropomorphized dog and it would be fine, right? Except that, and this is something that I never wanted to see, is like an anthropomorphized dog and that whatever he's got is his ear hugging head scarf and he's just got nothing else on but then he's covering its his crotch embarrassed oh i didn't even see that which makes you think that there's something wrong with that otherwise you wouldn't question it right but we had yeah, to see that okay. i did not want to see I, that but i had I just to skip back to that but yeah what <laughs> i kind of didn't know which is all i didn't notice that like, i thought he would have given like a spare one or something but there was just like a little dog yeah, in no. the corner so i was no, like no, that's no. just a dog like I, I didn't think about it but yeah what the fuck <laughs> no no, he's made the dog give him his clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> for no reason, and then the dog is embarrassed and shy about it. That's so, so sad. Having seen that, Goku's a monster. He's chapters, so cruel. They're just a sacrifice to read. You know, like we do it for you, the people. But really, we should be given medals for having to go through this. <laughs> I mean, some people are giving us money. I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Do you mind moving on to chapter 111, or did you have more to say about the Pilaf? No, please, crew, by all means. I, I have nothing. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that anymore. 
Let's just move on to, <laughs> okay, to anything else. Expunge that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Goku resurrects Upa's dumb dead dad. That's the end. That's, That's it. it. You don't really need to know anything yeah. about, else about that. That's the whole chapter. It's just... There's a cool dragon panel. There is. It's a very cool dragon panel. I like the when the dragon comes out of the balls. It looks... It's yeah. very entertaining. It's an aptly named comic. Yeah. That's the best part of the comic. It's a comic about a dragon's doing. balls. And it's <laughs> like, there's only so many th- things you can say about that. We do this. We do, do an intercut in that chapter, I want to say, which is weird. Because Barbara's sort of describing what's happening to all of them looking in the crystal ball, I'm pretty sure. And then there's this panel of Barbara front on, you know, like big close up face on panel of her. Because so you know it's important, talking directly into the audience. And she says, you know... Someday that boy's going to save the world. Yeah. Um, which is like, and everyone else is like, wow, it's hard to believe sort of thing, which is kind of, I don't know. It feels like a weird turn for this comic. Cause she's like, our main character, he's Jesus. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I think like, really? there, are, there are other mythologies. And, and the, in this case, there is literally another mythology that it is, well, it is he's drawn kind from. of Superman, I guess, more in that case. But like one person takes the sin of the king. world upon him, whatever. He's yeah, he's the monkey king. But the monkey king is just a mischievous character who doesn't like do like big save the world crap. He's kind of like a um uh like a Maui, I guess. I think yeah. Like he does he yeah. does he does or end up like uh, less of Loki. Loki's just fixing his own mistakes a lot of the time. <laughs> Maui's like, I'm gonna yeah. be the shit out of the sun because it's too slow, too fast, too too much nighttime, <laughs> not enough daytime. How do we deal with this? I'm gonna punch the sun in the face. That's what Goku would do. Be the change you want to see in the world. Gandhi was talking about that. You yeah, know? not included in a fishing trip. Sneak on I... board, punch yourself in the face. Like just. Everything that he does is self punching and sneakiness, and that's Goku. Loki is more. I'm not being completely baseless. Like the word that they use for save is secure, which is the same word used for salvation in Japanese Christianity. Okay. Like she's using the exact same word. You can say it many other ways. You could say tascaru or something like that, but she uses the word for salvation. Okay. That way. No, that's that's fair. I just thought that's funnier to draw draw parallels to like shit that is is less talked about. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because that's kind of. It's, I found it really weirdly boring. I was like, really? Like, for this comic? Like, it just... Yeah, I don't, anyway, I don't need there I'm to be, gonna, like, a, a hero eh, prophecy for Goku. No, if he saves the world, no, it'll be, bad. like, entirely incidental. If he saves the world, it's only because other people who want to destroy it are competition to him destroying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He can be <laughs> the, only, the only one to destroy the world. Yeah. But what I found really funny was that the final panel is Upa's dad coming out of the ground like a zombie and just looking terrified to be alive again oh yeah it, <laughs> which you would I be i honestly <laughs> thought that there was going to be some kind of continuing story arc with these chapters because i didn't realize it was going to like kind of yeah hard end on 112 so i thought that he when, yeah. when i saw that panel of him coming out the ground i thought that he was gonna be a zombie or like, <laughs> like Goku has to fight him they again. Just didn't, oh, you have to kill your dad. They just didn't make a specific wish. Like you know, like they were like, they were, "Can you resurrect him?" And the dragon's like, "Yep, laters." Um, yeah, monkey's paw for the monkey king. Yeah, and I was like, that you know, they really needed to like kind of specify that, like you know, he had to have a soul. Um, he had to be like not. <laughs> so traumatized that he's gonna like cause great suffering to his loved ones 
by wanting to you know i'm just thinking about buffy now (laughs) yeah yeah it's there's also a really good um joke in the the vcr game episode of community where annie's brother comes and he's just like very monotone and softly spoken and annie and arby go into the other room and then he talks to arby's girlfriend because he's just alone with her and then he goes do you know what happens when you die and she goes no and he goes you're lucky (laughs) (laughs) and then the scene just ends and you're like oh that's what i thought was gonna happen here was Upa's dad would wake up and just be like i've seen things you people wouldn't believe yeah (laughs) like like he looks kind of confused but like it it, because it's like a very minimal cartoon style you could like definitely interpret that as like horribly traumatized or evil because he's sort of like frowning or confused or like dead inside like it's it's just it's a very like weird neutral expression but like negative neutral yeah could be confused does nightwolf ever get a name or do we just leave it as upa's dad no he doesn't get a name that i know of yeah, which is kind of, eh, I guess we don't need it because he's been, he's been left off the roster. There's no, like, I thought it would be fun, like you said, if he came back as a zombie, just for a moment, because then there would have to be a, a three-chapter arc where Goku is like, Upa, you have to kill your dad and stab him with a spear of Longinus, and suddenly it's Evangelion, I, where Upa gets, it's like traumatized. Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I thought that there would be something around that just based on, like, how it's drawn, because he looks real scary. And, like, the, <laughs> getting into, like, chapter 12, like, he stands up again and like he's just sort of like still doing the same like weird frowny expression and just covered in dirt yeah. sort of like he's this big like hulking dude and like the black yeah. sky behind him and then this like really like <laughs> hopeful Upa is, is like dad um, and yeah. it just looks like the setup for something that's going to go horribly wrong but it doesn't. Upa, your dad is the twelfth angel. Yeah, it's fine, and and the dragon's just checking out what's going on. You know, he's resurrected him. It's all good, and they just have a nice little reunion. And I was confused by this because I didn't know where the story was going to go. In chapter twelve, we we do have that where there's this tearful reunion, like you say, between them, and then it's kind of I, I guess they they want to tie it up in a way that sounds really nice, you know, in the the mystical land of Karen's, but Gox sort of jumps up and then he grabs his grandpa from the sky, his grandpa's ball, and it turns to stone, so he's going to have to wait a year, but he goes, this is the four-star ball, I know what it is. And just like... That bit's kind of cool. I don't know, I found it... Like... I, I do think that it's neat that Goku can do that yeah, now. Yeah, well, he's just like kind of, you know, the the dragon's like, your wish has been granted, or whatever he says. And yeah. Just, and like... You know the the dragon balls all like glow and they start to rise and Goku's like looking up intensely and he's like ah it's it's that one there and then like as they shoot off he like jumps up and like snatches it out of the air which is just you know uh, so I guess Goku can do fighting and find the lady two things what find the lady you know the the card magic thing that street performers do where they go you know they put a queen or something and then they have three cards and they keep swapping it between underneath oh okay I didn't know what that was called. You know. I thought you, were gonna, you I thought I thought you said that is. Goku could do fighting and find a lady. I was like, I don't know. If, I don't <laughs> no, know if he he's can't interested. Do that. He definitely can't do that one. It's like Narnia. If he wants to find a lady, he's not going to be able to ride the cloud anymore. Or absolutely. Or as he says to Canadian, like I'm, I can tell people this. Ch- I can gender people now. And you're like, oh yeah. no, that's a skill they shouldn't have taught him. Yeah, they shouldn't Bad. have told him about that. <laughs> Why would you ruin someone by teaching them about gender? Mm. <laughs> and, I mean, um, like, what if, what if you, the cloud, you just gotta be gay 
to write it and that and he just is and can't tell who's who anyway you know yeah yeah that's purity there you go because you know? because there's no there there's like nice it's, it definitely like excludes people who are, are i mean they're quite creepy towards women but also like mm. For some reason, you know, there's like explicit attraction is a, is a bad thing in this universe anyway. Um, what if Goku just grows up and he just is, is, can ride his cloud and be gay? Ace King. Or Ace King, you know I what? I do Let's like. Go with that. I don't know. I'm just trying to like find it, like any kind of. <laughs> some interpretation, which is any okay. Any interpretation that is like either, not necessarily even okay. Like I don't think that gay cloud is necessarily like the best. <laughs> <laughs> version of the story just like something that's like more interesting than uh that sexuality is bad gohan and the gay cloud yeah coming to your bookstores yeah i do like that i do not appreciate appreciate is the wrong word what i i kind of like is that this is one of the few comics that has specifically like a martial arts school for perverts that's also the main school teaching people who save the world like it's kind of fun you know what you know? that's true i uh, yeah <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but there's this inherent Martial tension because if you want to get the cool stuff, you've got to empty your heart and not be thinking about the the weird 80s nudie mags that Turtle Hermit has, you know? Mm. If you actually want to get good at it, <laughs> you have to empty your mind of it. Yeah, it's just another challenge for you to move past. There's something kind of weird in the fact that the mystical land of Karens has been... Vi- I don't know, this isn't in the comic, but I felt like it had almost been violated by the one, probably the one inviolable natural rule just being spat on, right? You can't bring people back to life. That's kind of the one thing that you can't do in most magic stories. But Goku did it, and he did it in this, you know, sacred place or whatever it is, where it's like a peaceful on Earth and stuff, and he's just brought a zombie back. It feels very, very weird, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe why why I felt weird about it. But like, it's kind of kind of glib, I guess, because he's like, yeah, he, they ask the dragon, the dragon's like, yeah, I can do that easily. It's like nothing, man. I can do anything. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's like, not even that. Like, you didn't me. even ask for like something hard. <laughs> like, you just want resurrection. What are you like? Some kind of what? You meant <laughs> you? You're not even hard, bro. It's not a hard <laughs> wish. You're not hard. Man, Shenlong is he's so powerful though. Like bro, why Shenlong are you so rules. Soft? I just want to say, bro, why like, can't you he's get my hard? friend. I would invite Shenlong to a party. I bet he's chill. I bet Shenlong brings that loud, but he's still chill. You know what I mean? Like he brings absolute gas to the party, but what then he's still able to be like, yeah, I can play this. Projecting here. Since when would you invite Shenlong wears anyone a cat backwards? Shenlong wears a cat backwards. He's he's cool to the party. Nerd. Shenlong, <laughs> Shenlong is always on ketamine, even when he isn't. <laughs> yeah, I like that meme. Shenlong is my parasocial comic friend, all right. Okay, you know what? I'll allow it. If you want to be and friends a with a cool dragon, then you can you can be friends with a cool dragon from the comic book. Shenlong and I are forming a run, like a, a rival to run the jewels. <laughs> 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 run the jewels, but it's after like the the, run the, um, the cartridge company ran the, run the jewels, uh, J U L, the vaping. <laughs> run the balls. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I missed that. That's beautiful. That's the stupid version. I called run the balls. <laughs> we are the only rap uncle nephew combo. <laughs> one of whom, one of Who's us, who? a mythological creature. Are you uncle? Are you the dragon's <laughs> uncle, or is the dragon your uncle? 
That's the secret that we don't tell people because he's immortal. He is quote unquote the immortal dragon. But I I made a wish to make Shenlong my uncle. <laughs> I said I may have brought the Dragon Balls together in a five year long journey, and I said to Shenlong. Can you be my uncle? And like, what, was like, like yeah, bro, that's yeah, easy I would have done that anyway. My you know, I can do anything. Was... I can resurrect people from the dead. Yeah, I can be your uncle. <laughs> my next wish was like, can you put your cap on backwards? And then my third wish was, let's you just be a rap duo. <laughs> you don't get three wishes. Well, I guess it, maybe he just agreed to do the first two for free, you know? Because they're so easy. Yeah. They're such easy wishes. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give you some extra yeah, because he's a chill guy. This is not my wish, but be my uncle. This is also not my wish, but put on this backwards cap. And also my wishes, like make a <laughs> rap duo. If you trick Shenlong into stuff, he has to do it without it being a wish. You're like, oh, before I make the wish, can you like wear this hat while I'm making the wish so I feel more comfortable with it like when you're in my space so that I feel like it's a safe space? <laughs> you really have to talk him into it, though, because he'll interpret almost anything as a wish unless you like specify yeah, that it's not. Shenlong, I'm at capacity right now, so can you be my uncle to give me strength? <laughs> can you be I like my emotional support dragon uncle? <laughs> Shenlong is my emotional support also dragon. Is a drunkle? It's like, you know how universities... How universities have puppy rooms. There's a room with just this giant dragon <laughs> coiled up in it that you go into and lie on like a pillow. God, I want to live in that world. I wish that, that was... That would be beautiful. That would be great. You just go hang out with a dragon and be like, man, this assignment's really getting me down. It's like, don't worry about it, man. I'll proofread for you. <laughs> like, thanks, man. I know man. you said assignment, you but like I heard my... you say the Simon is getting me down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, if you want to interpret it that way, then then sure. I do a podcast with this exhausting person. <laughs> <laughs> in the um, in the animated series, Shenlong's eyes glow red as well, so he's just got like this light going on that doesn't hurt your eyes. You can read. You could turn the lights off in that room and read by his red eyes. Oh, you, you know? shouldn't try and read under red light. I've done that. It doesn't work for good. It, you'll give ah, me a headache. Okay, just from experience. I used to, I I was such a nerd, (laughs) I was such a little nerd when I was a kid that like, um, I would be like, try and read like past my bedtime and to like not get in trouble. I would try and read by the light of the streetlight outside with like my window open. And I think that might be one of the contributing factors to me wearing glasses because my eyes are busted. Don't do books, kids. Do drugs instead. more than these rhymes. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Moving on. Don't I can see your face, even though I can't see your face. <laughs> I'm in your brain. We were talking about the dragon, the eternal dragon, he who must be named Shenlong on this track. S H E N. Please anyway, move on. Goku. Goku says. Goku says. What does he say? He says, "I'll see you again. Maybe. Probably." Bye. And then he's just off like Donkey Cough. Like, <laughs> see you, Space Psycho, Space Ninja Boy, or whatever, because he's wearing the ninja outfit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And then he's gone. Yep, he just pieces out. And, and Daddy Nightwolf says, Oopa, from now on, they're like looking up, doing the Obama pose with their faces turned to the sky. Oopa, from now on, live ref- refreshingly the Pepsi life like Goku, won't you? I think that's that's such bullshit that, like, you know, he's just come back to life and his little son is there. He's managed to survive in the wilderness on his own, like, with these people, you know, attacking the land of Karens the whole time. And instead of being, like, grateful yeah. that his son is alive and, like, proud of him for, for making it... <laughs> 
and finding a way, finding someone to help him bring him back to life. He's like, hmm, why can't you be more like Goku? It's like so fucking rude. It's so uncalled yeah, in the land of In the land of Karens, they call Goku brother ninja boy. Oh, <laughs> the sacred protector. <laughs> they call him Goku brother Goku. Goku's a water protector. He's saving us from the oil pipelines. Yeah. <laughs> Just, honestly, I feel like you're throwing a dart at like a board of current events. You know what? I don't appreciate the fact that you think that I don't put thought and heart into this and as if I'm just riffing randomly. I think because... that some of your riffs are great. I think that that one is specifically not good. Okay. All right. Fine. I did a, I did a bad Listen, thing. Listen, I'm just... I'm, I will I'm make just a notes honest. apology. I'm just brutally honest. It's my whole thing. We do need. We need someone to push back. We need, um, you know, that. Someone's gonna tell you when your jokes are bad. Who's gonna do it? You are my memento mori person. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but thanks. It's uh, when um, a person in Rome would come back and have a triumph. You know, a big procession parade about how they'd won the battle and they're a great general and all that sort of stuff. They would have a slave whisper in their ear, "Memento mori, remember that you're mortal." Uh. As they went through the parade. Okay. Well, I don't like you comparing me to a slave necessarily, but I do think you need to be taken no. down a peg now and again. Yeah, that's what I mean. I need to be pegged every <laughs> now and again. You, know, just... you may need to find someone else for that, but you know what? That's... <laughs> well, Shenlong will do it. He's my uncle. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Kids, you ever just get pegged by your dragon uncle? Rap. Coaster. He can use his antlers. Um, oh, <laughs> no. That sounds like damaging. That, that sports vowel, um, that supplement sports vowel where they're like, it's made of antlers, <laughs> so you know you're healthy. Like, I'm just getting that straight up oh, the antlers. <laughs> absorbed into the blood. Oh, okay. This is terrible. Let's, let's move on to the things that happen in the comments. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, Brother Ninja Boy returns, you know, to the... I think that's what I called him. Um, He returns back to Goku's... Goku's... Barber's resort for hot-jacked men who are oily and baby oil and 300. um, And have got the Spartan... Well, anyway, he returns and he flashes the peace sign and he's like, Peace, it's all good. We've returned, we've done Dunkirk. And then he promptly... He, like, arrives and within... I don't know, two, three panels promptly just takes a piss off the edge of the fighting ring. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone's like, it, it, maybe it's like to break the tension, you know, like everyone's so awed that he's come back. And he's like, yeah, I just like resurrected a guy from the dead. Like what of it? And then, um, yeah. And then he's just like, well, I need to pay real bad. And then just goes and like pisses right in front of them. And they're like, that's the guy that's going to save the world. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I would prefer it was someone else, you know? Um, there is a nice undercutting, yeah, I agree. Yes, um, um, I, there is a panel in this bit, like kind of just directly after he takes he takes a piss. Where there, it's another example of Toriyama's terrible perspective work because <laughs> Baba is so small. There's <laughs> she's like meant to be in the background, I think. But she's, like, quite yeah. low in the frame on her crystal ball. And she's behind uh, Pua, who is a cat. And she's about, like, half the size of him. <laughs> it just looks like she's t- 
tiny. Well, you know, she Toriyama was at capacity when he drew this, <laughs> so he was not able to. I don't know. Like, I maybe just, Baba's like way further back. I'm you not, know, no, you don't know where she is. You can see if you look real closely, you can see her shadow, and she is meant to be a little bit further back, but not like that far further back. And you also kind of can't really see the shadow because of the ground detail as well. And like, yeah. I'm not criticizing. I just enjoy it a lot. I think it's a very funny panel. Um, yes. Just yeah. like everyone kind of doing their like hero standing pose and then a little cat and then a little witch. Um, yeah. It's just a, a pocket sized witch. Yeah. For you to take along with you like a Tamagotchi. You can put her on your belt. Yeah. Why does Pua float? Uh, because it would be too annoying to draw a cat on all fours. That, I guess. But Oolong is a pig and he stands on two legs and he doesn't float. Pua That's true. I think is it's the so same that Pua... creature as him in terms of being a shapeshifter, but as a cat yeah. and does float, mysteriously and ominously hovers in every situation. <laughs> This is true. I'm glad that you are here to bring these things up because I'm so used to Poirot that I'd never noticed th- what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I that they of, float. I, I only just realized it now. And they've been a character for like a while. Um, yeah. It is strange. I think maybe it's I just, because... I just clicked to it because I was looking at this and I was like, yeah, this Baba. Baba's floating. Pro's floating. <laughs> hmm. You wouldn't have noticed it unless unless he put them, if he hadn't put them two together. It is interesting because I think it's because Yamcha and, and Poir talk to each other and so Poir needs to be at head height for him and Toriyama doesn't want to draw Poir on his shoulder because that's a lot more annoying to draw. Yeah. You know, so, as a pet. Yeah, one so of instead- the characters is just a shape-shifting floating cat who never actually <laughs> shapeshifts. We don't yeah. like see that anymore. I think maybe he forgot. No. That would be a lot more interesting. I wonder if, if like, because it, it was, like, those characters kind of had a hiatus for a while, and I wonder if he just was like, oh, yeah, fucking who was it? And, like, flipped back to, like, the Yamcha pages. <laughs> oh, the, the, the cat and one, And he's like, oh, know? there's a cat in there. And then he just, like, put a cat in and just, <laughs> just like, never, <laughs> never use the main quality of a shapeshifter. This is the interesting thing. I suppose when they when they shapeshift into stuff, they're floating as well, like scissors. They go bomb, and then they're like floating in the air until someone grabs them. But it's um kind of interesting that or or they can snip somebody themselves. Um, let's not think about that. It's kind of <laughs> interesting that um, <laughs> Poir gets used in a breast. No, um, it's kind of yeah. interesting that Poir in the English fandom, especially, is referred to as as a girl. But there's no suggestion of anything like Poir's either sex or gender or any anything to do with that or in that, that sparrow realm, as far cat. as I can tell in the Japanese. Just a little push cat. I, f- I get the feeling it's because, I don't know, maybe it's because the voice actor does like a really high voice in it. And I don't know maybe. actually why. There is a very weird, um, like just really strange gendering of animals kind of like in in pop culture where people will kind of assume that a cat is a girl and a dog is a boy like and i don't know why that's something and I, I didn't know... really know about until i was older and i was very confused by it but apparently this is a thing that children think but i never knew that i don't know if it's a thing that children think like because i have i never heard it from kids mm. but like i kind of like noticed it more with adults you know and like is this an american thing or is this something that people do here i think it is maybe like a general western thing and i think that maybe Mm -hmm. um because 
everything i don't know everything seems to be more like exaggerated in america and like dramatic maybe because people are more outspoken in some ways like it definitely is a thing there and it's kind of a thing here um but it's just like if you if you have like a cat in in media not necessarily in real life but like in in like a a show or like a comic or whatever people will assume Mm. it's a girl unless told otherwise if you have a dog people will assume it's a boy unless told otherwise really Um, yeah and you see it like sometimes with like people posting memes or whatever and they're like all dogs are good boys it's like "Mm." what yeah (laughs) Like, like they not like a. It's not deliberate. It's like people just forget. But um, I don't know. I find that real strange. Huh. I I don't know it where that strange. comes from. And or like, um, and like it's it's not like a big thing. It's definitely not like a thing that like yeah. people are judged for or anything. But like people kind of assume that cats are a girl thing and that dogs are a boy huh. thing. Interesting, because yeah. like, well, I suppose actually it's true that that's true in German as well, because you have Die Katze, it's a woman, well, it's a girl, and Der Hund, right, which is male. Yeah, so, it's male like this like, kind of weird implicit gendering of, of yeah. animals, but like, I don't know, and like also, you know, like there's that kind of stereotype of like a crazy cat lady. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm and not witches sure. Have cats. I think it's because like some of the like gendered traits that people kind of attribute to humans are then like kind of seen to be in those animals. Like, you know, you see dogs, that <clears throat> they're very like social and excitable and, and uh, like vivacious and like bouncy. And that like, people are like, Oh yes, mm. this is clearly like a boisterous boy animal. And then like cats are more like <laughs> quiet and reserved and, um, like shy and heard. stuff. So, so they're like, ah, oh, so this is clearly a like, girl animal. Because it, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I found it. It's, it's real odd. But anyway, that's just. It, a, it is a interesting thing. because I, I encounter that explicitly for the first time. I'm gonna. I don't know. I I keep mentioning this show, but like in Community, there's a joke where Donald Glover's character says like, where somebody's like. I, th- I can't remember what character says. You think that all dogs are boys and all cats are girls? And he goes, you can't prove that they're not. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, I'd never heard it said aloud until I watched yeah. that show when I was a teenager. And I was very confused by it. Um, because when when I grew up, the only person who had cats, like, we had cats. But my dad was the cat person because he'd bred cats when he was younger. And so he was really the person who looked after the cats. And he taught us about looking after cats and, you know, their ne- different needs and stuff like that. So I was aware of you know things to do with like de-sexing cats and stuff and like we helped like way too much cat knowledge from the (laughs) get-go yeah we helped cats give birth and all sorts and he told taught us about like i knew about cat estrus before i knew what sex was and stuff like that (laughs) oh no you know with humans that explains a lot (laughs) excuse me do not excuse me I, you know, before I like, I actually had health class, you know, whatever it was in detail, you know, yeah, okay. but I knew a lot more in detail about cat sex than I did about <laughs> anything to do with humans. <laughs> so I was up here knowing about poor pussy before I understood. Oh. <laughs> I had to find a way to make it bad because otherwise, no, you know, you, then we'll just you, just, you just got to a bit of, a, a, you, I mean, like making a, a pussy joke and like immediately kind of brings it back to the topic. Where does that come from? <laughs> Why is this a thing? This is a mystery. Um, uh, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard people like say that like, oh, when I was a kid, I thought that cats were girls and dogs were boys. Um, but like, I've never actually, I never heard it when I was a kid. I heard it like from yeah. adults later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. 
Anyway, I'm probably going to cut that I don't think there's like more that we can say about that. I just think it's interesting. And like, you can cut it if you want, but like, I, I don't know. I if do find it interesting. It's just probably not quite on topic. No, it's not on topic, but like, maybe I want to hear from the listeners if they have their weird, like, right, cat right. gendering stories. Um, it turns out that the gang is going to have to split up, which is something that we learn under Turtle Master's orders, which isn't like, it's not the first time that he said this before but uh, you know whatever he's like from now on goku i've got nothing more to teach you you must go on your own and explore the world and we're gonna go off a different way yeah and then oh sorry no please uh, no i was gonna say this is like way more of a sense of like finality to it than like any of the other kind of partings that we've had because it's like yeah uh is going to go back into training and start from basics and then the tenkaiji budokai is going to be in like three years so they'll like meet back <clears throat> at some point in the future but until then goku should just like wander the earth and see yeah. all of the things there are to see and practice random random martial arts in the middle of nowhere um and he has to <laughs> run a tree. he's not allowed to like use his his cloud he has to yes. walk around yes he goes kinto in and then turtle hermit says no 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 you have to use your legs and then he goes okay and then just shrugs and runs off and then you're just like i don't think that kid's been daunted by anything <laughs> yeah no the not not really he just shrugs it off here yeah. um is really sad about it and it's, yeah um but Goku Again, doesn't this one side of thing with it's Goku. So mean. This one side of thing. Yeah. It's so hard to watch. Oh, <laughs> can I just like, well, but three years is like a really long time. And Goku's like, yep, goodbye. <laughs> oh my gosh. He just. Oh. I'm going to get cancelled if I say more about that. But anyway, could it insist? Oh, that's just so mean. He just doesn't give a fuck. It's fucking. He goes, right. in three years, I'm going to be tall and I'm going to be strong and. You know what? I'm gonna beat you, <laughs> I mean Goku, which is like, like yeah, like I don't want to tell children not to dare to dream, but mm-hmm. I do want to say to Kuririn, you can't. You're not maybe, gonna be as tall maybe as anyone. Set some realistic goals. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna beat this this guy. Goku is a is a freak of nature. He is. Usain Bolt times 10, you know, a once in a generation strength, except he's like a once in a millennium freak child. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I know. I'd like, honestly, I can't expect Kareem to know any different. He's he's just a child. He just wants to, like, fight his friend in the. He just wants to be buddies with Goku, who does not understand what that means. Yeah, Goku's just, <laughs> just going to go punch some fucking rocks or something for three years. And, like, Kareem has no problem with just is. not seeing his friend who's sitting there with his little bandaged head. Ugh, brutal. This is so is familiar to me. There's truly no just, end to the cruelty of Goku. This hurts me on like a, a personally understandable level. Um, mm. But anyway, Goku goes off and he just di- decides to run off. And then <laughs> Turtle Master's like, well, I guess I better not be a hypocrite. So hi-ho, one, left, right, left, right. And they're all like, wait, what? And yeah. they have to run after him. And he's like, let's <laughs> run home. 3,000 miles yeah. and then Bulma's like how did I get dragged into this why <laughs> yeah. am I running I am a, a precious lady I go she's shopping she's not studying the martial arts but she's, she's being made like, to do I fucking I billionaire heiress yeah. I have someone to do my nails mm. I do not need to know how to run running is for the proles <laughs> running is for the poor <laughs> running is for the poor on yeah. the treadmill we call life <laughs> oh god <laughs> That sounds right. like a, a, an excellent parody song. I don't know <laughs> what, but like, you know, you come up with it. You're better at that than me. We call life. 
So they, yeah, they, yeah, they run off into the sunset. Yeah, like, it's almost just literally. like, yeah, everyone just like running into the distance. And that is the end of the chapter. And that feels like it should be the end of the comic. Um, this is like Forrest Gump. I know Gump. it's not. This is, we're like a fifth of the way through now. Yep, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but they split into two groups and then that's kind of the ending of it. And then it's like, what's going to happen into the future, which leads me into dragon predictions, dragon predictions. Yeah. I'm going to replace me humming that with the actual bumper. What, what do you think is going to happen next immediately in long term? I, Honestly, do not have a clue. It feels like it ends here. Um, maybe Goku mm. will go and camp and then be bored and then see a big guy he can fight who is mm. evil and then find yep. out that the big guy is just the just the, the tip of the iceberg and there are more evil guys that he has to fight just of some kind of new domination. Mm. Not like the Red Ribbon Army, but like a new a new thing, and then maybe he will maybe bears this time. Yeah, maybe bears, and then he'll <laughs> decide that that's his mission, and then <laughs> at some point he will need a little help from his friends. Your mission, should you choose to accept yeah. it, is genocide. That's my that's my extremely vague prediction. Yeah, no, that makes sense with the established pattern. I feel yeah. that. I feel you. I get you. I, I just flew in and boy, am I spiritually tired. I have a um, question, actually. Mm-hmm. The last panel. <clears throat> is it a sunset? Because um, the sky is dark and the land is dark and there is a white circle. I wonder if he forgot that the moon got blown up. No, it, I think it's sunset, but Toriyama's shooting day for night here. So. Okay. <laughs> how, no, you, it's a sun, how would you do a you... day for night sunset, Simon? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> It's it a comic. You can't shoot sense. it. You know, it doesn't make sense yeah. on any level. It's just dark. Um, it looks like it could be the moon, but no, it must but be the sun. There's bits of missing screen tone on the the edges of the clouds, in, oh, insinuating yeah. that there's like light hitting them from the sun, okay. the glowing highlights. That makes sense. So it is a sunset. We love a light yeah. source. We lo- we love to have like a giant big source that somehow is hard light, even though big sources are soft. I don't I know. I love to have a light source in my salad. Hey, can I have a light source that's like, oh, what are you looking for? Oh, you know, like a mm, 3.5 million K light, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, does does Ari have that? <laughs> can we just mm. wheel that one out in the van? Is that part of the lighting package? Yeah, turn that one on, stand in front of it, and you can see your bones. <laughs> you, can just, you will just be bones, and then those bones <laughs> will melt Yeah, <laughs> in the magma. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah, sorry, I don't have any, like, specific dragon predictions. That's that's the best I got. No, that's fine. I got some vague shit. And wow. nothing long-term? I think there will be a lot more fighting and then stronger guys that Goku has to fight. And then, I don't know, maybe he runs out of guys on Earth and then he has to fight guys from space or something. Like, <laughs> it feels like this is that kind of comic. Uh, it's got a this you're laughing so i think that like maybe that is a there's some truth to it so is it okay it sounds like there might be like a a mangling of something that happens or like a dramatic understatement of something that happens i don't know it's just kind of funny that it's like it is when you it's just the the de-escalation thing is like spoilers (laughs) yeah well like where else is it gonna go and like i know you've talked about there being escalation on this before and i feel like he's just gonna like run out of guys you know like he's already for like (laughs) the best martial artist in the world and like beat the tournament and then like 
now he's going to do it again. Well, he hasn't won it. But, like, he can't... Oh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't won it, but, like, you know, for reasons. But, like, and he beat <laughs> his dead grandpa, and he beat the cat on top of the tower, and, like, these are all the best people. Yeah. So there's either going to be, like, new, better guys, but, like, they can only appear for so long, so then maybe it's going to yeah. be, like, space guys, or uh, guys from another dimension, or guys from hell, because there was a devil man, but he already beat yeah, him. Yeah, so, like. I feel like magic is more the speed of this comic, but yeah, absolutely, devils, demons. Oh, well, I thought I thought space because of the um, satellite. Yeah, yeah, true. We, we just, oh, we just when read you a said before about Pilaf, mm. Pilaf is a goblin, but he's also he's the similar. It's never stated, I don't think, but it's implied that he. No, it's not really implied. People think because of his design that he's part of the demon clan, which is like there are these people who appear in, a, in an anime only in a in the television series only filler arc, mm-hmm. where there are these people who are caught, you know, from the demon clan or something. But they're also not like Devil Might guy, okay. so they're demons, okay, but so- they're called the Demon Clan. But they're just like from this from a distant parallel universe star or something. I don't know. It's some weird, wacky stuff. Like, okay, so it sounds you know, like I was like right star. on the money, even though it might not be like directly in the comic that we're about to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of like that. So there's there's definitely these strains of it, but um, yeah. Pilaf isn't actually that. He's just a design that Toriyama thought was kind of funny, like a squat, tiny, goblinish, elfish sort of emperor. Yeah, Gobby the like house elf. Too big for his britches. Gobby the. <laughs> yeah. Gobby the king. Gobby the king. <laughs> king Gobby. Oh, well, they call him feet. <laughs> <laughs> Gobby and yeah. I are going to release an album together. Uh, Gobby is king. I I have got to be honest. Like we've got this far through, and I f- just because I feel like this is like a kind of convenient break to mention it, I still have no idea how we get from this to the one episode I've seen with the pink man who turns people into biscuits. <laughs> like. Well, he's the final thing, so, you know. Yeah, but, like, I I kind of assumed that, like, a hundred chapters in, some of it would make sense. I still can't reconcile, like, the sum total of my previous Dragon Ball knowledge, which is, like, essentially nothing, with, like, what we have now. That's my purse, I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bobby boy. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know how we get there. I'm interested to find out. We'll, We'll see. We'll see how it happens. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's such a beautiful video. Whoever made that crossover, <laughs> mm. that's very good. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. Should, we, should we end it there? I think that's good. Yeah, let's let's We're end it there. Talking for an hour and forty minutes, so you know. This has been. Uh, oh man, I don't even know what to say anymore. My brain is fried. This has this, been Hogan or Hulk home. This has been Hogan's Heroes. I like rice dishes. <laughs> Kaki and a very good evening, indeed.
Shenlong, <laughs> Shenlong is always on ketamine, even when he isn't. <laughs> <laughs>